There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about the time I got reincarnated as a slime, the movie Scarlet Bond. Which was uh, was a kind of a collab, same choice. I'm pretty sure it's on our list of recommendations as well at some point with all the other that time I got reincarnated <laughs> as slimes. I apologize if that is the case. Um, we were just talking about how, how I'm so glad I keep notes on everything because uh, of obvious reasons. Talked about fiber, internet, the current number of people that supposedly have dial-up still and our viewpoints on that and Rick, uh, ignoring the pleas for help from, uh, from CJ in our chat to come install brand new internet at his house. You want to catch a <laughs> part of that, uh, wider conversation. You can go to patreoncom slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. Or if you would like to join us live, you can go to twitch.tv slash featured anime podcast and join us live, hang out with us, talk with us while we're in the post show, pre show, and even during the show. And if you want to buy yourself some swanky swag, we do have affiliate links for you in the show notes as well is, uh, on our website where you can go to, uh, featured anime podcast.com and, uh, get access to all the information that we talk about as well as submit your own request for reviews. Uh, now onto the me and brotatoes. Uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, the movie Scarlet Bond came out in, uh, November, 2022. So just, uh, just a year ago, almost a full year ago, uh, producer for it is Coden Shaw, uh, BS 11, Bandai Namco, just to name a couples studio for it is, 8-Bit, sources off of a manga, the genres for it are action, adventure, comedy, fancy, and isekai. And it ran for an hour and 48 minutes, approximately. approximately. So, uh, as, as all the previous ones, I mean, like, in general, this is kind of not really centrally focused on, solely on Rimuru this time, and his... uh party however they are the the still main people this time it actually revolves around um another ogre that uh benny hamaru and uh soe and shuna all know uh and it's someone that they consider a brother and his name is uh hero in this uh anime and so basically he's upset and distraught about everything that happened and it flashes, basically it flashes back to just before the ogre village was destroyed. And then the resulting after effects of season two. So this, this in manner of speaking is a direct sequel to season two. However, it's not a, a pivotal or main story. It's kind of like a side arc is what it ultimately ends up being. Uh, basically a small country, uh, called, uh, Raja. Uh, that's located to the west of uh, Tempest um, 
is basically kind of on the decline. And every time the queens empower, they wear a tiara that helps purify the toxic and poison of the environment around them. And when they use that power, use the tiara to help purify the land and everything like that, what it does is it causes a poisonous and curse to go onto them. And this is basically kind of a race against time to try and stop that from happening as well as solve the issues that are happening. Um, and in the midst of this actually happening, you find out about some of uh, the other characters. You find more about Benny Hamaru's past. Uh, you learn about more of their interactions and the ideas that are surrounding them and, and more of their core beliefs and who they are as a race than anything else, which I feel like this, even though it's not a, a pivotal focus of it, it does give you a, a kind of better understanding of how they are as a people or ogres. I should say. Yeah. I was going to say part of the allure of the tempest, the, the nation is that very few people are there and mainly monsters of every kind. Yes. Yeah. And what's, uh, what I find pretty interesting is, um, they do reference like everything that's kind of like happened through the series, like that happened in season two during this. It was like all the slime and Baldor and everything like that. And, and they do reference a lot of the stuff that happened in season two right here. And then, you know, uh, Reamer having just been, uh, made a part of the demon Lord groups and how they are, how he's a demon Lord and he actually is powerful and Veldora. And, and then you also learn about the significance of Diablo being named too. Like, you know, that there's a very great significance, great importance to it. You just don't know yet how important it is or how significant it is. And I would assume it's just as important as the other ones are as well. But I feel like in a different light. Very possibly. Um, one of the nice things about this in my mind is, as you mentioned, it's kind of a continuation. It's not really a side, um, but I hope to God this becomes canon because then it opens up the world to a, a vast number of possibilities, specifically in the demon realm or the in or the realm that is. Uh, I'm going to say this word wrong, but I want to say it's incorporeal, incorporeal, mm-hmm. the, the not touchable realm. Like the, it's not really a spirit realm. It's not really a demon realm. It might be a demon realm. Who knows? But where uh, Noir was or Diablo was summoned from prior to being named and stuff like that. Apparently, there are many different demons capable of. I'm not going to say his strength, but close to it. I and wouldn't say that, many. And and they did specify or touch on it a little bit in the first season as well, that there's a select group of ones that are called noir, right? Or, or have a very particular name and Diablo mm. is just happens to be just that. Like, and well, see, I thought he was noir black and the other one was noir violet. The one we, the one we see in here. So yeah, I guess noir, maybe that's a rank of some kind. Yeah. Well, they, they um, said said it was like a perigeme or perigeme or something like that. But mm. but Noir, uh, CJ points out, Noir means black. Okay. Because he was ref- he was called black a few times. So maybe yes. that's, maybe, uh, I don't know, because she's violet. So maybe they're colors. Uh, it'd be really awesome. In my mind, there's 10 total. 
I don't know why I came up with that number. I feel like I heard it before. Yeah. I could be wrong. I am probably wrong. But um, yeah, there's there's not a lot, but in my mind, many is more than five. Right. Right. Okay. So that's what I was like. I think there. I think there's many like like that of that level. Um, and what's interesting is Violet's like, who named you? And Diablo's like someone of the most brilliant and it's just flowery language and it's awesome. And I really want eventually uh, Rinru to name all the demons and have them all underneath him. But imagine how much sacrifice that would take. Imagine how much destruction and emotional drain that would take. Right. And, and CJ points out that a certain level of demons are colors when, when you reach a certain level. Uh, but since he's actually been named, there's probably only a couple that are within the realm of strength that he is. Uh, and he was, and CJ points this out when you do, do interact with them. When you see that interaction, he is just toying with her. Oh, absolutely. And that, that is the difference of named creatures and unnamed creatures, named goblins and unnamed goblins that there, there are, uh, there are several levels of a difference just by, just by being named. And yeah. I really liked how in this movie, you got to see just the power that Rinmaru possesses. He unleashes a little bit to show that he's a demon Lord. And then he just absorbs copious amounts of massive um, like explosions, like nothing. And he's like, Oh yeah. And I'm, I'd, I'd like to think, that when he uses Beelzebub, he absorbs everything, and it becomes part of his power, part of his magic. And it, every time he eats something or devours something with Beelzebub, he ends up just adding to his own power. So he just gets that much stronger. Uh, CJ says that there's actually seven. There's uh, red, purple, white, yellow, black, green, and blue. Well, we've seen purple or violet and black or Diablo. So the others should be at least as strong, right? What do I think? Yeah. Um, but let's, uh, you know, in general, the story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we're, we're mainly focusing on the latter portion of the story. Um, but, but yeah, initially, you find someone who looks similar. Now, originally, when, it, when the, everything first came up and first showed everything, uh, as far as the story goes, I was really concerned that it was simply a retelling of the series. No, not um, at all. Re- I mean, like you could not, immediately tell even from the beginning that it wasn't going to be that. Like, if well, you not really, that, because I it looked like the ogres were fighting. Yeah. The 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 and I, I immediately thought of back when Renru first found the ogres. They were fighting other beings around them, fighting enemies. So I was like, ah, crap. So basically, mm. they're just a different viewpoint of that initial meeting. No, when the ogres were found in the area, they. They were fighting the ogres, and it was daylight, not night. Again, I thought it was a retelling. It's, it, but when we first saw the very beginning of the show, it was night, not day. No, I agree. But we've also seen movies based off of the series that are vastly different. Case in point, we just finished a series that we were like, oh, this isn't bad, bad, bad. And then we saw the movie, and it was 100% different. Yeah, but they renamed the movie, too, only keeping es- you know, Escaflone portion of it. That's it. And they kept the reincarnated as a slime on this one. They said reincarnated as a slime, the movie. They didn't call it Escaflone, the movie. They called it Escaflone, a girl in Gaia. 
And then you had the visions of Escaflone. All I'm saying is I walked in with certain expectations that looked like they were being met. Mm-hmm. You, you took an I'm anecdotal, happy they you took an anecdotal I viewpoint, anecdotal experience. experience. You witnessing a retelling. Fact. You're like, this is anecdotal, but it's fact to me. And that's all I'm, you have to say. If I've seen it once, I've seen it five times. I'm that's really happy true. I didn't do it here. That's not true. And you know it. Might have seen it four times, but that's not the point here. What I'm saying is, I'm glad it wasn't that. It was I mean, not like, a retelling. It wasn't a, a, a redramatization of, or it wasn't retconning something. So, so at what point? Forward. At what point did you say, "Oh, this is not a retelling"? Uh, when Hero got named. I mean, like you didn't couldn't figure it out from I don't know first I don't know thirty seconds when you saw it was a completely different character. I couldn't tell it was a different character. Well, Benny Hamaru doesn't have long red hair. No, but he does have, have. He does too have long red hair. Yes, he, he does not have long long red hair, and uh, he also had two horns of the same color, not one of different colors. And the armor no, was vastly that. different. Again, I thought it was a retelling. So no, you're right. He doesn't have long red hair, but he has hair. He has red hair. He does have red a, hair. Yes, he does. He has red hair with a red. Um, it's not a cape. Um, jacket thing. Mm-hmm. So again, I thought it was a retelling where he, you know, got a new name and cut his hair. But again, when I'm sorry, when CJ, CJ Hero, says I am cracking him up with uh, Benny Maru. There's no H in it. I can't help it, man. I can't help it. I know, I know it's <laughs> Benny Maru. I can't help he, it. He keeps thinking it's Benny Hana. I do. That's some good food. So, like I said, when I saw that he was named Hero, not. Benny Maru, I was like, oh, okay, cool. New story, different angle, more ogres survived. This is really awesome. And anyways. <laughs> and and so that's when I realized it was a different story. Okay. Um so what you're saying is you don't know how to pay attention and then you immediately go Oh into no, I a, know exactly how to pay attention. Go into a this is just a retelling instead of just watching the story. I got you. Okay. I'm I'm thrilled that it wasn't. I thought it might have been at first. I knew it wasn't. I mean, like you could immediately tell just from the cover, the screenshot, the synopsis. I don't read any of the synopsis. I don't go in with prejudice. Hey, dude, don't lie to me. Uh, I was going in blind. It was just okay. In my I'll, mind, I'll, another. I'll allow that. I'll allow that. It's allowed. It was proceed. It was. It was you the next continue. one. But I, I'm looking at it like it's. It's. I'm hoping it's canon. I hope they come out with another season. And they add they already, this in you there already as know fact. that they're coming out with another season. We've talked about it. Well, they're coming out with the season. We have, three. but as I as I added to that, I hope oh. they're coming out with another season that they use this as canon. Like they, they don't they don't pull a Dragon Ball Z where they have the movie and now you've got the series adding it in. Like Resurrection of F. And they made the series about it and they went in slightly more detail. All right, fine, whatever. But I hope they don't do it here because I feel like it's a it would be kind of not offensive, but it would be damn it. I had the word. Um disingenuous. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so I, with the the progression of the story, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and them actually going to Rimaru and discussing and trying to get their help, Rimaru's like, Yeah, totally, you could do this, just don't be greedy. You could totally do that. You just you know, and well, there's over here. He's just reading some manga and don't worry about it. And he gives you okay. And it's all right. It's cool. And 
you know, the, the expectations that they had going to Tempest and encountering Rimuru was completely different from, from the stories that they had heard. And then also at the exact same time, you could tell that some of the higher ups, or at least one of the higher ups for Raja uh, kingdom is he's not exactly forthright with who he is or, or his intentions. Oh, a hundred percent. You, you have, if you pay attention things that I rarely do, you could definitely tell who the bad guys are going to be. Well, at least who one of the bad guys potentially could be um, simply by the actions and by the words or rather lack thereof. And what I thought was kind of cool, they didn't skimp on Rinmaru's abilities. Like they didn't. Yes, we know he can do a lot. And after he becomes a demon Lord, it's just even that much more amazing on everything he can do. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what's, what's great is that they don't, he doesn't change his character or personality even after the fact. And one of the people Mm -hmm. that hero has an issue with, which is, um, uh, Clayman. Remo was like, Oh yeah, no, he's gone. Killed him. Killed him. (laughs) Taken care of. No worries about that. And so, so a guy that they, they had an issue with a guy that, that they were worried about in general was, uh, you know, just, just, you know, basically saying, Hey, you know, you got nothing to worry about. I got this guy taken care of you. You have nothing to worry about. Like everything, everything that stopped hero from going to Rinmaru and being like, Hey, can I please have your help was fabrication. It was, well, we were we were scared to come to you because we heard stories about how you were able to create a deal with um, the storm dragon and like barely under control. And you're just his pawn and everybody's evil and mean and bad. And, and, and you just decimate people like all these bad things that you find out are being spread around specifically so that they won't grow in their, their federation. Well, not even just that, right? It, it's in general, like the viewpoints, because that's the story that they wanted to have go around. Right. Mm-hmm. And so obviously stories get warped, but the purpose of the story is, is while he's in Raj and, and, and trying to help figure out what's going on, you see, like he's able to easily purify what's happening. He's able to assist the kingdom. He's able to, to get these people taken care of. And then you, you're immediately met with, like, hey, uh, what the hell's going on? Why is all this happening? Like, my my well laid plans kind of got ruined. That's not that's not cool. And so you end up having a benefactor or someone going around, like trying to find a way to be able to help ruin what's happening, ruin what's going on, and and put themselves in that much of a better position. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating how everything <sighs> is stereotypical. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, I really liked how different the story is. I liked how different the reincarnated as a slime genre was. Um, but they, they do fall into the, some, the same tropes in this movie about how who's the bad guy, who's the good guy, hey, the gray areas. You can't trust anybody. Yeah. It's just, it, it, I don't know. Maybe if you look at it from a different perspective, it was very refreshing to see how everyone else treats rain maru and, and treats everybody like everyone that's not part of his community and growing up with him 
have a wall between them and literally everybody else except their most trusted people. And they let the worst people in. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least in this particular case. Yeah, so, but it, it's, I don't think it's necessarily because they let them in because they knew they were bad. They let them in because they put on a very strong show, very a very good act. Like, A, they are there to help benefit you and they're there to help you and take care of you and all this other stuff. And then lo and behold, you find out that eh, not so much the case. Yeah. You know? When things are too good to be true, they usually are. Yeah. Um, except in the case of Rimuru, obviously. So, I mean, it's nice. It's good. I mean, uh, that, you know, they were able to kind of figure everything out. Rimuru immediately was able to tell that something was not right. He was able to tell that something was actually kind of like off. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the exact same time, he was he was uh, able to help not only fix the problem once, but fix it twice and, and get them in a position to where they could. And then Diablo also plays a more pivotal role in this as well versus uh, the series where you only saw him a couple of times. And this one, you see him a little bit more and he does play a, a more vital role, like we already talked about before, where he's confronting Violet in regards to you know, what's happening, what's going on. And then also sharing with her, with Violet, like the truth, right? Yeah. Well, it, one, of, one of the things I really liked was it, it did not seem like the named demons um, didn't really deal in falsehood. Like they told you the truth in a very veiled way, but it wasn't like they said something and they meant exactly what they said. And if you interpreted it differently, that was your fault. Right. Yeah. Um, And, and, and CJ brings up kind of like a good point. The, there were supposedly a lot of plots and twists in here and the plots and twists weren't really hidden. They weren't really twists. They, they weren't really surprises. You know, they were, they were there, but you kind of knew it was going to come. You knew what was going to happen. You knew like the second you saw the one guy freaking out and saying, oh, what the hell's going on? You knew he was going to try something. And then you knew yeah. it was going to immediately involve Hero. And then. Absolutely. He was a pivotal character that yeah. I honestly expected to die. Yeah. The second he showed up, I went, oh, that's a shame. I really like this character. He's going to die. Right. I mean. And and then you knew that he was going to be uh, the princess was going to be used against him. You knew that there was going to be a self sacrificing point in it, like you like for a whole slew of people. Like like not that that the movie was bad, right? It's that no contrary to that, I feel the movie is really good. It was good. It just felt like the plot line was a little lazy, you know, or like it like that. everything was like a little too plain or 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 wide open to, to view, you know, it's like, Oh, this is going on. Obviously this is going to end up happening. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like I always expected. Well, you thought it was going to be a retelling. So I mean, yeah, for like the first five minutes, I'm sorry. But after that, I thought that Rimuru was going to have to consume hero. Like the entire time I thought I cannot get attached to this character. He's going to die. He's going to be taken away. He's going to be, because you can't have an ogre outside outside yeah, you your core guys. Yeah, you like, can. Not normally. Well, why not? Any good thing because any good thing needs to be needs to be to 
be consolidated around the main character. No, it doesn't. Typically. No, it doesn't. Typically, in most in most longer series that you and I have seen, I'm pretty sure that if somebody has, let's say you've got a core group of people who are like, oh yeah, I'm from a lost village of some kind, and someone else happens to have somebody from that village, they die. So Okay, so let's take this for example, right? You're taking that principle, right? That mentality. Yep. Core group of people. Elves. The Eminence in Shadow. Elves. Core group of people. All of them heroes. Main characters close to Alpha. Alpha is the niece of Beatrix, who is not centralized around the main character, who is not killed off, and is introduced late into the game, and then just as easily dismissed. But also not part of another group. Part of part of the group that's going to be standing up against him because they view the Eminence in Shadow as evil. So yeah, part of a part of an alternating group, uh, opposing group. See that that's difficult to say because, like uh, you said, at the very yeah, end, yeah, yeah, your your argument. Well, no, no, no. I'm using your words in in my argument. Okay, as you said, when he kind of <laughs> when he kind of danced over everyone with his own nuclear power, mm-hmm. being like, "Who's my enemy? You can't be my enemy. No one can be my enemy." But like, you just proved that. that at the very end when he was like, "Who's running started, away?" I'm not running away. Not enemy. He never said enemy. Oh. And he said he's willing to be the enemy of the world. He's, he's said that a few times. He said he's willing to take on the sins of the world. Like, like not being an enemy or no one being his enemy has never once came up. Like, I, I'm sorry. I misspoke then. Nobody's qualified to be his opponent. He never said that either. Nobody's qualified to be his equal. Yeah. That's like just a matter of, of fact. Like, but he's he's like never said he was running away. He's like, who am I running away from, and why would I run away from anyone? Yeah, but in my mind, and I think we said this in the podcast, so, even as it brought back to the point of he doesn't have an equal, so he doesn't have an enemy. He doesn't have anybody to go against him. Everything falls in line with what he wants. Yeah, but again, yeah, main character elf. Not centralized, revolving around him is his enemy. They do not like him. They are opposed of him, and they will do what they can to fight him. So, and that's a recent one. Okay, I'll have to do more research, but I don't think that's 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 one example, a flimsy one at that. A flimsy one. A so flimsy you one. you try you tried changing it so that way it would suit you. It's like no 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 no. No, you can't do that. Can't change it. This is like, this is the truth. Uh-huh. Well, I will do my due diligence and I will come back probably on Discord and, and cite my evidence, if you will. Please do. Um, I mean, like, if you have, if you already Googled it right now while we're talking, I'm pretty sure you're Googling no, I furiously I, right now. No? I'm not that good at Google. You know that. Who do well, I look like? Jamie from the... There's <laughs> AI, early. man. Use AI. It'll help you out. AI will do anything. Uh, uh, I'll talk to you about that later, but uh, AI has gotten people in trouble. Anyway, going back to this, I fully expected Hero to die. I fully expected that the the queen would sacrifice herself to try to save Hero. I fully expected um, it not to work, and and similar to Infrit, I expected uh, Rinmaru to take the 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 crazy out of Hero. You know what I mean? Same way he did the shin, the, uh, the girl he was in love with. The one that gave him his form. Shinzui? Uh, Shizu? Shizu. Yeah, sorry. 
Well, he yeah he absorbed Ifrit. Yeah, he he absorbed Ifrit, but I I mean, you knew that wasn't going to happen. Survive all that long. You knew that wasn't going to happen. For for in my mind, I thought he was going to take the excess power out of Hero and spit Hero back out, curing him essentially. Now you knew that wasn't going to happen. I knew that wasn't going to happen. That's what I thought was going to happen. Like I fully expected him to take on and absorb massive copious amounts of power from somebody else and, and make them normal again. Like I expected him to one, the, the battle sequences at least involving rumor were very lackluster. I'm not, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, they, they were, they were very lackluster. I expected was, more out of it. I'm kind of glad they were lackluster because it just shows the difference in power. No, I mean like it was him taking on kids. No, that's not what I mean. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, like, like he, it's not the, that he's like, oh, I'm just taking on kids. It's that like, you're, it's not even entertaining to watch. It's like, okay, well, I mean, like he, we know how powerful he is. We know the guy sitting there talking and talking crap. Like he literally could have just ended it instead of just chasing the guy down and having this long, elaborate chase for no real reason. He could have easily caught up to him could have easily just demolished him instead of him having this fight. Oh, he's flying. Oh, he's this. Oh, I'm going to wait till he decides to, to do this. And it's like, like, bro, come on, man. If you're a demon Lord and you're that powerful, just, you know, come on, man. That's not fun though. Like it wasn't fun watching him act like he couldn't do that. Anyways, he could have, okay. He did. He, he, I mean, he was able to do that even before he became a demon Lord. Yeah. You have a point. So, yeah, I mean, like I get it. Like maybe, maybe they were like you were saying, right. They were trying to showcase the power, the difference in power, right? Like that they is done a better job. They could have done a better job. They could, have, in, in my opinion, they could have done a better job. However, at the same time, you know, like I get it. It wasn't the main focal point. It wasn't the focus. Like the the focus was around Raja. It was around everyone else, around Hero and and the struggles for the ogre, so that way you understand them more as a people. Like I I get it. I get it. It was about Rimuru not scaring everyone. Probably more than likely is like, oh, I can't totally just demolish this guy like at the snap of the fingers. That would scare people away. I I get it. Is it possible that it? Well, no. I was going to say, is it possible he was just waiting to for him to power up so he could t- eat more and get more power? But, I mean, eventually that ended up happening anyway. Um, but do you think it's easier to, for for a power gain, I should say? What? Sorry about that. Um, I yawned. Sorry. <laughs> is it possible for a... Uh, where do you think he'd get more power? From the base form dude or from him going out of control? I don't think it really powers, matters. I mean, like if he's absorbing, because when he, him anyway. when, yeah, I mean, like uh, I don't know, man. Like how he powers up in general is just kind of I don't know. Like that's a great question, man. That's that is a great question. How does he power up outside of that? How does he power up? I don't know. That's that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. I was I looking at me. He's strong, regardless. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Man. Uh, you know. I think we're kind of petering out on that. Yeah, I think we're kind of <laughs> done. I mean, like, 
it's a good movie. It's worth the watch, especially if after 100%. you've watched the two seasons. It, it's it's solid. It's a solid movie. You do find out more about about it. You learn more about what I like is the kind of integrity of the demons at the exact same time. You know, like even though they don't have to, they could, like you you find out a little bit more about them as well. It's like who they are in general. So so it's like you know they're not totally you know they've got their own set of codes exactly thank you thank you they have a set of code and they they abide by it so you know i mean it's uh, you know it is what it is you know it's it's good um so i got nothing else man honestly how about you you got anything else you got anything else you want to no no i i wish i could but without giving too much more away that there's really nothing we can talk about all right man all right, so on a scale of up to 10, how would you rate this? I would give this a solid 8. I think that it had decent music. It, it assuming you followed the story, it was a it was a bit of a tearjerker, meaning the the season 1, season 2, the the ways that they reunited the ogres, that was nice. It was it was a little bit like I said, a little bit of a tearjerker, nothing like you're sobbing in your pillow, but pulls at your heartstrings, makes you feel good. Um the animation quality, I think, was consistent, and it was consistently good. Um, some of the story lines were a little bit off, which is why I'm not giving it a higher score. But overall, I hope that they make this canon. I hope this is part of the story. I hope that when the next season comes out, it's in addition to this, not not uh, sidestepping this. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. I'm giving okay. it a seven simple because it was it was kind of like there it was good it was entertaining it's not like I would not watch it a second time I would more than likely if I'm rewatching the series I will watch the movie again uh, I just you know I just felt like it was kind of lackluster and and you know just eh you okay, know I can see that but it was good nonetheless I mean like the art was good the Animation was good. The music was solid. You know, it's, it was a good, it was a good movie. It was a good watch. All right. Now, um, next week. I didn't even think about it. Uh, okay. Next week's choice. It's a, it's a great, great question, Jack. I'm glad you asked. I am, I am glad I asked it too. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just such a, such a great question. I just, don't know uh, what to do with myself sometimes. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, I just gotta, gotta give myself a moment (laughs) to, to bask, to bask in the, in the ambiance of it. Uh, so we're going to watch a recommendation by, uh, you know, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't watched, one recommended by CJ in a while, right? All right. Okay, so we're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna watch. Uh, uh, Nobelesse. I think that's how you say it. Uh, Didn't we watch the movie on that? No, we haven't watched it. We haven't seen it. And and Noble S or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. CJ says there's no movie. It's 13 episodes, probably. It's uh for for why we needed to watch it. It says uh, Rick suggested it, but uh, won't put it in. So he did for you. Mm. So there you go. I'm ninety percent sure we've seen this already. 
I know for a fact we haven't seen it yet. Okay. All right. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And oh, you know what? Another thing before we actually go, um, got a little bit of feedback on the last uh, episode from uh, good old Jeb. Thank you, Jeb, for uh, sending me a little bit of feedback. Um, uh, Jeb says, uh, great sage and the words of the world are, they are two separate beings. Uh, it's just, you know, they sound similar, but there, there's actually, a, they are two supposed to be two different voices for words of the world and the great sage or Raphael as, as it later becomes known. So, okay. and, 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 uh, Raphael is the only one. Rimuru is the only one that can can hear it, and this is largely because, uh, and this isn't what he said, but this is because Raphael is Rimuru's ultimate or unique skill that evolves into an ultimate skill. So the Great Sage is the unique skill, and Raphael is the ultimate skill. So 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 that's that's his skill. So even when he's dying in the real world, he's not hearing the Great Sage; he's hearing words of the world in his, in, in our world as he's being reincarnated. Okay. Interesting. So that's the feedback. Much appreciated. Thank you, sir. And then, uh, you sent a little bit, a little bit of information as well to us or to, to me and, and CJ, uh, that you had gotten from, uh, uh, fandom wiki for, uh, Veldora Tempest's human form. It's, uh, oh, yeah. just an, in general, uh, what it says is after being released from Rimuru's stomach, Veldora was gifted with one of the body's doubles uh, to uh, basically incarnate with and then reshaped it to his liking. And the viewpoint is what he has for it. Um, so, no, it's it's a body double, but we don't know what that body double's made out of. So, could be slime, could be well drugs. So, I will, be, I think it's a mix magic muscles it could be saliva we don't know but we're not gonna get into it we just know it's a body double <laughs> they don't specify what it's made out of but we'll go well, with that here's no apparently no, it no, does no, cj no 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 no, 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 no. you're gonna like no, this no. you will like this no. cj says body doubles are made out of modules so it's not slime like i was wrong you could have just left it with with like a with a win for you i was trying to give you a win I'm like, I want to win when I deserve it. Damn it! <laughs> well, I was trying I to give you. Them. <laughs> I was trying to give you a win. No, no. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, HMG, thanks for the follow, man. Very much appreciated. Uh, anyways, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Very much appreciated. Um, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice. Uh, just plain all got everything wrong. Feel free to let us know. You can reach out to us. Uh, all our contact information and everything like that is on featured anime podcast, all our affiliate links and everything like that. Uh, you know, is available on featured anime podcast.com. Again, we have a pre and post show that we put out with every episode. If you want to catch part of that, you can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month. That's Get you access to that bonus content. Also, if you prefer, you can also join us live at twitch.tv slash featured anime podcast. Catch us live. We'll be happy to interact with you. Well, even while we're recording, we, we have fun in general, do a pre and post show as well as some other treats for you guys. And, uh, until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. 
and we'll see you next time. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.